0: Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup Podcast. My name is Joe Glover and I'm so grateful for you listening today. Today we're gonna to be hearing from Adam Smith from Mixam and Printing. And despite him being from a printing company, we actually got him to speak about expos. And the reason why I think this is really interesting is because for the longest time I've held the opinion that expos are just a really, well, they're a really expensive waste of money. You go there, the quality and the interaction is too low there's too many people to sort of have any significant conversations and you're very much based on luck who's in the room on the day Um, but after this talk I actually came out and i would had my opinion changed and the reason um, Adam did so brilliant in this talk is that he actually outlined in very clear practical steps how he went from an idea of attending an expo to actually putting a whole marketing campaign around it in a very uh, structured and imaginative really way which really seem to drive results for them. So I'm going to be taking a lot of the stuff that I've heard from this talk and applying it to my own marketing activities as well so just cracking work Adam. So I'm going to let you listen to the talk right now there's two things to do before I let you head off into the land of inspiration and expo-based success. The first is to thank my good mate Barry Barry is from Bravo Creative, Bravo Marketing. Why do I keep getting the name wrong? I'm so sorry, Barry. You know, the thing is that Barry's a creative chap, so when I think Bravo, I think Bravo Creative, but Bravo Marketing. So bravomarketing.co.uk is where you'll find everything from Barry. And the thing that Barry does really, really well is that he drives engagement from creative content, uh, including podcasts, but that's definitely not limiting his uh, capabilities, includes you know, any kind of content really. He's just brilliant at what he does. And really the thing that he enjoys most more than anything else is driving engagement from it rather than just content for content's sake. The other thing I need to do is let you know all about everything else that the Marketing Meetup's doing. So we're in eight locations now. Um, I'm not gonna list them all now because I'll all forget. And then we've also got the website, we've got the podcast of course, we've got blog posts, we've got the newsletter. there's just tons of ways for you to interact with the Marketing Meetup right now. So if you'd like anything more, it's all held on uh, themarketingmeetup.com and that's where you'll find everything from the Marketing Meetup. So I really hope you enjoy the talk um, and thank you very much for listening. Take care.
1: Well, uh, thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. Right. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Right, Hi everyone. Um, first of all, thank you very much to everybody who took part last month in our paper airplane throwing competition. Um, you all seem to have a lot of fun and thankfully nobody was hurt. Um, so today I'm presenting on um, Expo Success and how in many ways it's just like a marketing campaign around your booth that you design. Um, a little bit about me. I'm the marketing manager for a print company called Mixam, the smart way to print. Um, and I've had basically one year of swashbuckling adventure in marketing with them, and it's all been going rather well. A um, Little bit about us, we've got a fantastic, fast-loading, user-friendly website, loads of print products. That's been helping us get to the top of Google. Uh, we have the Instant Price Calculator, which some of you have told me you've been using, um, which is <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, it's totally industry leading, and nobody else has this at the moment. Um, so I'm just getting ahead of myself. Um, So that's really helped us to make a mark in the online printing market. Um, In fact, we've done so well that we've recently relocated to fabulous Warner Brothers Studios in Watford. Thank thank you very much. (laughs) Right, so um, I don't want to be that guy who comes up here and says, hi everyone, I'm from a printing company. I'm going to lecture you about printing so that you'll do your printing with me because that is not what the marketing meetup is all about. Um, I'm here to share my struggle and my success with you and hopefully we can all learn something in the <coughs> process. And like many great stories, my adventure begins <coughs> with a problem. Now, as I say, until I joined the company Mixam and Never Marketing, so our brand was unknown, um, and because we had nothing newsworthy, it was very difficult to do PR, link building, a lot or outreach. And even though we had a wonderful website that ranked at the top of Google, customers would come, they'd place their orders, they'd be very happy, but then they'd go, and they wouldn't tell their friends about us. Um, so all that needed to change, really, and it, it was really detrimental to, our, to the marketing and sales. And I thought to myself, well, something big and flashy like an exhibition be the solution Um, to quote bruce springsteen uh, from dancing in the dark you can't start a fire without a spark and marketing was the fire but i needed the spark to ignite it and start pushing it along but of course there are a number of obstacles to overcome Um, any of you that have looked at potentially exhibiting you know that exhibitions, just the space alone, is very expensive. Um, <coughs> so that's uh, that's just the booth itself or the design. Um, so I had to forecast. Um, how much money potentially we were going to make from this activity based on the footfall information that I had. Okay, I admit I fudged the numbers a little bit based on what we were selling and the footfall and everything else, but it came good, so that's okay. Um, Trying to get the right location is very important as well. Um, Whether you get the right size of booth, you need to get your design right. You've then got to juggle all the, supplying, the supplier elements of, the, of building that booth and the logistics behind it. Not just getting everything to the show, but actually getting it all back as well. Um, that includes yourself um, and your staff. Your staff may not be available to come and help you. You may not have any staff to come and help you. Um, and all of this stuff takes months and months to plan well in advance. So I'm gonna show you two case studies roughly, um, of two shows that we did in October last year. The first one that we did was for (coughs) MCM Comic Con in London. Um, This was our first booth and all of our materials and marketing messages derived from the design of the booth. So this was the most critical element and everything else came out from it. the big question with any booth, and you may see this when you go to different exhibitions, when you walk past, you might see a fantastic booth, but it's all in tiny writing. What is it? If you can't see what it is, if the writing isn't big enough, nobody will see it, nobody will read it, nobody will stop and come and say hi. Um, that's why you need really big text. This, this design could have been a little bit better. Ideally, that back wall would have been entirely red with we print comics in big white letters, but you live and learn. Um, we still did okay. Um, we've got the bold colours and we've got all the printed materials which then backs up all the messaging. And we had a really good location because I insisted, because obviously we were trying to reach a comic printing art audience, because we were a print company, um, that we were right next to the comic creators' village where our ideal demographic would be. Anyway, my directors were so impressed with all my designs before this show even happened, they booked us in for another one of a trade show in Chicago and gave me very short notice to prepare it all, which was very nice of them. Um, so <laughs> this, this booth was obviously a lot simpler, a lot better, more concise, this is more B2B focused. Um, I just wanted to take you through some of the design elements of this one um, for when you're thinking of coming up with your own booths. I mean, this was actually done fairly cheaply because um, we have just got some basic elements. And this comes back to big text, big messages. You can clearly see what it is. Um, we were actually marketing our platform, because we've got this industry-leading platform, um, to potential partners in the US. So number one, down the bottom, we started. Um, you can see on the table there, we've got our brand name, what it is, and a nice call to action. as a visual hook. Um, we've got our printed materials on the table for people to come along and take away with them. Another visual hook, and very good for giving extra information on the screen. Uh, we had an animated presentation of our website and our system, which was all going through, which drew in the crowds. We had up to uh, 8, 12 people at a time all looking at the presentations, and we did live presentations as well. We've got Darren on the stand, who's my boss, looking lovely. Um, as a nice, welcoming face. That's something else. as a visual hook that brings people to the stand. Uh, the back wall, our name, what it is, big sales message up in, up, up in huge letters that you can't miss. Everybody loves a pop-up banner. Um, once again, very similar message, similar kind of thing that we're selling but more um, kind of like an outreach in bullet points with stronger calls to actions. And then we have the um, Constantina rack, which is quite cool, which had lots of booklets on. At exhibitions, some people don't want to come and talk to you. That's fine. In the same way, nowadays, you know, you don't want to pick up the phone to talk to somebody um, to purchase something. You want to do it online. You want to do it over an email. Exactly the same. So we had these booklets on display, people come past, pick up. Some people picked up the booklet, had a read, really interested, came and spoke to us. Which comes to the most important element, which is this nice empty space. A lot of people in exhibitions, they'll build their stand and they barricade themselves in behind tables so that people can't come in and talk to them. So we definitely wanted to avoid that. But I know what you're thinking. Get on with it, Adam. I know how to build a booth. So I'm going to get on to the most important part, how to bring lots of people to your booth. Now, obviously, you can fire the marketing cannon across all channels, um, but there are some things that worked for us especially well. Um, The first one was influencers. So in Chicago, I mean, we're a UK company. Um, we now have offices in Chicago but at the time we weren't there, we didn't know anybody so we connected with a consultant who was then able to make those introductions for us and then through because it was a fairly tight knit um, B2B community and then more people took an interest and came to see us Um, for Comic Con I posted on numerous Facebook groups um, which were related to comic creators, what we were doing the kind of stuff that we were, were showing off, it also helped that um, we had an influencer who was behind us, our booth and um, promoting us. Um, we Luckily, he was a customer. Um, we He allowed us to use all his artwork free of charge and diff- and have his artwork in the different marketing materials. And um, it was actually his book that we gave where's competition prize, which we'll come on to in a bit. Um, we had all the social media where we contacted our own customers and we had a build-up of um, all all the customer features and all the great stuff that was building up to the actual exhibition at the event. Um, And we, of course, we did event coverage as well while we were there, emailed all our customers all about this, and we did this with a landing page, which brought all the information together. Number one, most important thing to put on a landing page is your location. You'd be amazed how many people do not do it um so your landing page needs to have all the information as if nobody's ever heard about this and it becomes a great place for you to link to throughout all your different forms of marketing Um, it can include information downloads location contact details and of course in our case for the competition um, we had the competition terms and conditions on there Um, and in some instances for your landing page uh, depending on how niche your um, exhibition is that you're going to uh, you may consider um, pay-per-click advertising to get you up the top of Google if if the landing page is particularly relevant to that niche. So, moving on to outreach during the show itself. And I think this ties into a lot of messages that Joe has about the marketing meetup where you come and talk to people and you're very honest and genuine and you're not looking to make a hard sell, you're looking to make friends, essentially. So, timing was really important. You don't want to go up to people when The show's really busy because, hey, they're trying to make sales and you're you're there kind of interrupting potentially in the way. Be selfless. How can you help them? Not how can you sell your product to them? Really important to think about. And incentive. Ultimately, you can give people all this great marketing material when you see them face to face. But ideally, you want to somehow lure them incentivize them to come back to your booth and check out your full offering, especially if you've got a nice team of people there who will chat with them. And we did this really well at Comic-Con because I went round to all 300 stands. I had no voice by the end of Friday and we handed out little goodie boxes to all the different comic creators and I had a little chat with them, etc. Um, in the box, you've got a discount card, you've got um, one of our cool paper swatch books, which has every kind of paper that we print, um, some cool sketching pencils, a box of Mikado and a competition key. Now, I know some of this has Mixam branding on, but essentially this is all completely selfless. This is stuff to make their life easier or make them happy. It isn't for me to go, oh hi, we are and buy our stuff. So they'd open the box, have a rummage through, they'd always see the microderm, be really happy, and then they'd go, ooh, what does the competition key do? So then I would explain to them what it was. If they have a spare moment, come on over to our booth, try their key in our locked box, and if their key was one of the lucky ones, um, it would open the box and they would win one of the books Um, that we printed for our influencer. Um, This book is incredibly popular. He launched his next Kickstarter for the second book today. Um, So it looks looks pretty exciting, so that's really good. Um, So that is how we we essentially got people over to our booth. Um, When we were receiving people at our booth, and I, because my team aren't marketers, they're not salespeople, they're customer service guys. They're absolutely great, and they know loads of stuff about print. Exhibitions was very new to them. So I sort of told them about stance greet, and, and greeting people. Um, standing there with your arms crossed, no good. Very defensive. Um, hands down by your side, nice and relaxed. Greetings very important, um, but don't pounce on people. Although it, does ch- it was slightly different in Chicago when we did the B2B show. Um, our consultant there, um, very, very American, great guy. Um, he would always introduce himself. And he would, after introducing himself, he would step forward and extend a handshake and people would always take his hand. And he actually wouldn't let go until they'd finished hearing his pitch. (laughs) 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 But you know what? I gave it a go and it worked wonders. Maybe it's just America, I don't know. (laughs) Um, The great thing about having your materials on your stand, if... Well, it's two things, really. Um, If somebody's not particularly confident, they can refer to the materials and it makes life a lot easier. More importantly, if a customer has a lot of technical questions or you've got a complicated sales pitch to make, you can give them a booklet, you can give them a leaflet which has more information. You're not talking their ears off, which is really important. It doesn't make it too overwhelming and scare them off. Most importantly, take down their contact details. Can't emphasize this enough. Whether you've got one of those cool scanners for the little codes, uh, or if you've just got a pen and paper or you're scribbling on an uncoated business card. And also um, take down who they spoke to so you can maintain that relationship. Because all these people you speak to are your friends and you should treat them as such. Um, So when you email them later or call them up or in the case of Comic-Con, we, fo- we followed them on social media. We left it a couple of days to a week later and, and followed up. Um, we, we followed everybody, all 300 creators, on um, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, one or the other, not both. a bit overwhelming. Um, and we sent them a really nice message and just started off that conversation. Most of them followed us back immediately, and a good chunk of them are, are printing with us already, which is great. Um, Success and failure, I'm coming up on the end now. <laughs> so my biggest, biggest piece of advice to you, if you are thinking about doing an exhibition to la- relaunch, launch a brand, product, whatever, go to the exhibition that you're thinking of exhibiting at. Whether that's six months ahead or um, a whole year, you wait a whole year, um, you will learn so much simply by walking around taking your time and having a look at what works and what the audiences want. I mean, mean, (laughs) there's the B2B expo at Excel coming up at the end of the month, and that was the first kind of big exhibition I went to. We've not exhibited there yet because it's a little bit pricey, but we'll get there. Um, I saw failure, a lot of failing stands. Um, I saw some fantastic stands as well, and I got a, ver- a lot of very good ideas from it. But if you go to these exhibitions, you will see both failure and success, and you will learn from somebody else's lessons, and that's really important. Anyway, um, speaking of success, this was the increase in mix brand searches for- off the back of our exhibition which is really good, a nice 400% increase. Um, This is from Google Analytics, so we know it's not entirely accurate, but as a squiggly line of growth, we know that's pretty good. Um, So I'd just like to come back to the problems that I had before exhibiting with all of our marketing. And then off the back of having this marketing campaign around the exhibition booth. We got all those things. which then aided the PR work, the social media outreach, the link building, um, the sharing—natural uh, sharing from customers—and we and we got embedded within a community who champion us quite regularly to their friends, um, and and it's great and it's it's really taken off. And most importantly, in terms of the forecast and the return investment, absolutely smashed it. <laughs> so going to come on to the last slide which is joe's questions <laughs> um why is this important well i'd say it's exhibiting is a very big part of the marketing piece it was for me because it was the spark that lit the fire and got everything going although it was integral to the wider uh kind of like marketing piece of all channels firing but you had something really good to push out across all channels. And one thing a lot of people said to us at um, the London show was that it was great that we turned up, great that I came around and spoke to every single person and gave them something of value because they believed that as a company, and we do, that we genuinely care about them and what they're doing. How does it make money? Well, (laughs) um, the Comic-Con was a bit of a punt, but it actually paid off because we were looking at a very small targeted targeted audience, and when we went to Chicago, we were able to wow all the right people, thank mostly thanks to our consultant actually, although we picked up a few good people on the on over the two days um, and we we secured that as well, which is great um, the last last Joe's question is who does it well? Well, I don't actually know <laughs> but I do recommend that you go to an exhibition and you have a look around, because you will all see (laughs) who does it well and who doesn't do it so well. If you'd like to know more about what we're doing to disrupt the market, please follow us at Mix and Print. Um, That's it from me. Does anybody have any questions?